Hello and welcome to Hidden Shadow Productions. This is a Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber podcast, a movie review podcast partnered with a secret organization band together to fight evil and corruption in the world. Also, huge on gaming, binging Netflix series, you know, all those things you do when you're avoiding actual contributions to society. We've partnered with three honorary shadows to sift through hours and hours of media to bring you only the best of the best for your viewing, gaming, and listening pleasure. The names of these self-sacrificing boys are Alex, Con, and Nikonsi, bettering the world by watching one Netflix series at a time. Some might say they do work just as important as our assassins do when taking down oppressive world leaders. Some might say, and they'd be wrong. Nevertheless, I am Basil, retired general to the Assassin Corps, now helping these boys with their podcasts. As Jaime, our intern shadow, aka Booby Trap Shadow, mentioned in last episode, we've entered the joyous time of Assassin's Giving, where we each show our shadow brethren how much we care by means of assassination attempts on them. We don't actually take anyone's lives, although there have been accidents here and there. Cheetah Shadow never did expect that flock of ostriches to be planted in his bathroom chambers. But the main point of Assassin's Giving is to help each other grow as assassins so that we can learn from our weaknesses. I myself have had a 10-year record where I've solved every assassination attempt before it could be executed. There's no tricking this veteran. I'm very excited to break the spirits of a few new recruits this year. Well, enjoy the episode all. Jaime, are you literally digging a pit right outside the door? You realise I can hear you, right? You might now commence sucking. Oh, dang, we didn't do any of the, like, lines. I didn't, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, what was your fun line that you had? In- no, 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 no. I, I thought we were just going to start with me screaming our names, besides my name. You know, screeching. Okay, say Junebug. I can't say Junebug. That's that's mine. No, it's just, like, I can't say my own name. Oh, Nikonsi. It'd be like, Oh, that hurts my ears. Oh, okay. We gotta, we gotta do it like really far away. Okay, I do that. I do that with uh, with Renji uh, when I'm in the house and I don't know where he's at and he's in another room. I'll just like Renji. That's that's kind of what I do. That's so. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah, like that. Or if you just do it like two syllables, you could do like. It's always a good one. Eric. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like how that. Gather it, gather it, now release it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. 
that's how we that's how we talk to each other if we're ever in different rooms because uh for for whatever reason i'm not 100 percent sure right now but like we just need we just really needed to get a sound clip of me yelling because we don't have enough things of me i'm so excited for our new format tonight all right we had the privilege of reviewing uh a movie called kung fu traveler I'm going to do the names because people don't know whose name is, whose voice is who. So I'm your wee boy posing as a he functioning really member do that. of society. <laughs> I'm Alex. We are like 45 main main series episodes in. People should know who we are right now. But There's always new listeners, guys. There is always new listeners. I'm junior. I'm some sort of guru. But I'm not that old yet. Not yet. I'm not, I'm not a yogi level. Y- y- right? You achieved guru at a very young age. Um, tell me tell me my own backstory, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> half an hour, right? Uh, <laughs> half an hour podcast. Uh, own, so this was my backstory. <laughs> and uh, the guy to my left, Junior's right, is Nikansi. He is shy boy. He didn't even say anything this time. That's he, something new. Or is that the new thing that he's doing this time? Because he's always doing something new. And we never know what thing is the new thing. Every episode what, is something yeah. new. Yeah. yeah, yeah Which yeah. is why you should listen to every episode. Maybe you can figure out this mystery before I can. I always go back and listen to the episodes and edit them. And I still haven't figured out what the new thing is in every episode. So if you figure it out, let me know. Conti. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you you are kind of piloting today can i have you let me know what's going on oh yes uh we got a new format for everybody today and usually the way we break it down is we actually go step by step through each category but today we're gonna actually read the format out loud and alex is gonna read it okay so this is gonna be the list of order of how things are gonna happen in this podcast in this movie review it starts with boy meets girl Boy falls in love with girl. Girl feels the same, but insect angst. Insert. <laughs> Insert angst. Angst is not a strong enough power. Love powers overall. Boy loves girl. Girl loves boy. Boy meets world. <laughs> that's Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah I was like that I, I was like following along and then wait that's a that's the wrong theme song <laughs> when this boy meets girl boy meets world walking down this road that we call life is where we go in Something, 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 me, when this boy meets world. The college episodes. All right. So that's what's going <laughs> to happen today. Uh, Conti, why don't you start us off with Boy Meets Girl? We found a fantastically bad movie for you today. Yes, we did. The way we found it was I was scrolling through a bunch of shit that we're supposed to watch uh, because we have an infinite amount of things to review for you. Please keep sending us recommendations. This list keeps growing. Yes. (laughs) And I couldn't find the movie that I actually wanted to watch. And I was like, huh, well, this movie poster looks weird. Let's click on this. 
uh oh guys i hope they like it <laughs> and by by talking to guys i was talking to all the people in my head yep he's basically legion just we are many functioning um yes i've already mentioned this before but the movie is called kung fu traveler and it uh it started off super bad super like uh early 90s cgi budget and then it luckily they traveled into the past which required less cgi and it became pretty dope it turned out a lot better than I had originally thought based upon the first 15 minute fight scene or however long that was because it felt like it was 15 minutes. But uh, I actually really liked that kind of bit of storytelling that went on even though we were riffing really hard. <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> like that whole time. It was like, no, this is actually a pretty like okay story. And then they were like, but did you mean time travel? And that's where I was like, I th- this B movie better be pretty pretty good like better be a b plus better be so better be a b plus to where we're like oh a minus or b plus i don't know yeah i don't know the uh yeah don't let any of this because this is a live reaction that's right (laughs) now uh right after boy meets girl everybody knows that we go into the next subject called boy falls in love with girl and that's where we give uh our weekly recommendations uh of stuff that you guys should be watching binging reading or playing uh so is that really part of the new format though yeah because like, we yeah. fell in love with these things throughout the week oh. that's right yeah. i'm we are right. boys and the girl is the <laughs> media mm. me- uh-huh mm-hmm. <laughs> that we uh <laughs> fell in love with so <laughs> Let me tell you about what I fell in love with, guys. <clears throat> I watched Umbrella Academy, and that shit was super lit on uh, Netflix. Yes, I know I'm late to the party, but I'm also late to the podcast. And listen, if you guys are just swim, if that shit is just floating around in your uh, your Netflix soup, right? You're eating all the other shit in your soup, and you're just like looking at this. This show, like it's the weird egg at the corner of your bowl, and you're like, I don't know if I want to eat it yet. You fucking eat that shit because that shit is delicious. Let me tell you a little bit about the show. Tell us more. First of all, Gerard Way, rock star extraordinaire, responsible for many songs and ditties with My Chemical Romance that I still vibe with to this day, is also responsible for an amazing graphic novel called The Umbrella Academy. And I feel like such a bad fan because this shit's been out since 2008. Uh, But this is basically a story about 43 children who were born to 43 not pregnant women on the same day. A Professor Hargreaves, founder of the Umbrella Academy, travels around the world somehow privy to this information and is able to take seven of these children under his care. He raises them under a firm hand and grooms them to be a polished superhero team that he claims will someday save the world. Ominous. Years and years later is where we pick up on this story when all the children have since left the academy wanting uh, out of their father's borderline abusive care and they make lives for themselves. All except Luther, a.k.a. Spaceboy, a.k.a. number one, 
who in his loyal devotion to his father has spent the last four years on the moon per his father's instruction. The family is forced back together upon their father's unexplained death and all their dysfunctional family quarrels, their brother Aiden, aka number five, who disappeared as a child through a failed attempt to time travel using his powers returns in his 13-year-old body with his 58-year-old consciousness. He claims that he returned to this specific date because on his time travels, eight days after that the day that he returned the apocalypse is going to happen everyone that they know and love is going to die uh so this is a super dope premise uh it's it's got an amazing and diverse cast i'm a huge fan of the dynamic with everyone on this cast who are my favorite characters diego hargreaves where Alex, who are your favorite characters? Oh, yeah, thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Um, personally, I like Diego Hargreaves. Uh, he's, he's, he's pretty goofy. Klaus Hargreaves, uh, the gentleman who can speak to the dead, he's hilarious. And he was in another show called uh, The Misfits. He was also in uh, Mortal Engines. Yeah. Played good that Good that you recognized him. He's mm. picking up more work, and I really like uh, I really like his work. He did. He did great as Klaus Hargreaves, and that, like again, him, him, and Diego Hargreaves and Aiden Number Five, they are all neck and neck. And the thing I like about Aiden, the the actor who played him, is that he's he 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 nailed being a fifty eight year old in a thirteen year old body. Right, like that's a good job. That was a really good job. And and like I was just so Im- yeah, I was just so impressed. I was like, oh shit, child acting is back, y'all. It's not like fucking Zach and Cody's sweet their sweet life of Zach and Cody acting. Which by the way, I still think I would like to live in a hotel. I think I still think that'd be pretty rad. Just saying I mean it's great, but <laughs> it was terrible acting. I'm sorry, Disney sitcoms. I'm so glad that that's not yeah it's not boy meets world it's not that that (laughs) hey speaking of some fucking childhood child acting right there um but i feel like the best description that i've heard for this book and show was it's like x-men for cool people uh also cool people or like dysfunctional dysfunctional people The end of this show, 10 episodes long, by the way, is super satisfying, but also a huge cliffhanger. And you're like, can you just make season two now, like really quick, like on the weekend so that I can binge it all. Um, But go go watch this, guys. We need this to get the views and we need the Gerard Way to continue making more of these awesome episodes. They are already signed up for season two because so many people have been watching it. Ah, good job, guys. You fucking, I didn't even have to ask you. Yeah, good job. Yeah. It's all the people that follow our Instagram. That's it. HSTSC approved. HS, the Hidden Shadows Army. It is nailing it. That's my recommendation of the week. Usually we go to my game corner, but since we're trying to cut time, let's make the game no, corner. No, you got a game corner. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to make the game corner shorter. Yes, you're supposed you know, to. That way it's not it's not the whole podcast, but like... Mm. Do a quick game corner. Let me just... Uh, yeah. oh. 
Alex can edit all this out. <laughs> Let me go ahead and uh, and just kind of put the car. I'm gonna, no, I no, s- you gotta you gotta edit in all of the popping and crackling and. Oh wait, oh he's pulling up. Yep, that's right. Let me just put it. It. Oh, there's a nice spot. I'm just gonna go ahead and pull right in front of it. I'm looking. Oh yeah, hey, yes sir. Uh, hold on one second. I do have the roll down windows. Yes. First thing is like, how much money would it cost for you to have just gotten the power windows upgrade? Like, really, it's it's 2019. Why didn't you just get the freaking power up, like power down windows? Like, you have to do it manually. Like, how old is this car? I'm doing this thing where I'm like trying to commit to a steampunk like character, so I'm actually getting steam windows. Oh, okay. plugged in. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be super dope. Uh, in today's game corner. Uh, first off, I just wanted to bring up that I really like the Dragon Prince and that thing looks like it's made in a game engine and Dragon Prince 2, Season 2 on Netflix is really cool and it seems like they fixed some of the frame rate issues. That definitely looks like it was a game engine. So, uh, with that, we can talk about actual games and... Let me start with, I recommended Warhammer Vermintide 2 a couple months back, give or take, because I can't count and math is hard, but Warhammer Vermintide 2 has been getting some pretty uh, pretty good DLC between then, uh, between the release and when I actually uh, put it on the podcast, and we got a new DLC coming out pretty soon that is supposed to have, quote, an infinite endgame. Which really just means that we're going to have more loot, probably. Probably more procedural map generation. Uh, I mean, you know, it could be anything. I, you never know what the actual developers are looking in, uh, looking for, what they expect the community to want versus what they want to put out. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, you know, good game. I, I already like that game a lot. So, th- so new DLC uh, for Warhammer Vermintide Two. That's dope. Look, yeah. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Monster Hunter World. Uh, just continuously reminding people, I need more hunting parties. I need everybody to come hunting with me, and we can all be bad, and we can all learn, and uh, just be bad together. Please excuse my shot calling, and if you dare talk bad to me while I'm shot calling, I will. Air you into one. That's right. And you won't be invited back with your new torn hole. Final recommendation is High Res Studios. I've talked about this uh, before. High Res Studios puts out a lot of cool games. Maybe not the forefront of innovation, but they do have their own twists a lot of the time. They're really good games. Uh, High Res is known most notably for Smite, which is a MOBA, kind of like League of Legends, except you're kind of, you know, in the action more. Uh, it has definitely more of an action play feel, as well as Paladins, which is kind of similar to Overwatch on paper, but it itself is its very own game. And uh, Realm Royale, which originally started off as like a Paladins offshoot mode, and then they just turned it into its own game, which is a battle royale, much like Apex Legends and Fortnite and PUBG and other games. Uh, but they have cross-progression and cross play now so now your ps4 your pc your switch your xbox one can all be connected uh through the high-res game accounts and (laughs) through the high-res game accounts 
And with that, you kind of get uh, you get cross progression now. So, mm. you know, you're no longer working on five different accounts for the same game. In this case, Smite or Paladins, where you have to unlock more characters. Um, and so cross progression is really important because you no longer have to like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hop on the track a train a and that way. Oh, no, now I'm 20 feet. Now, if I have to swap over to train B to get the same destination, I have to pay twenty five dollars all over again. Yada, yada, yada. Progression is good. All of them are linked. Play with your homies on different games or different systems. Dope. Um, that's it. That's the game core. Okay, I want to do a little plug, guys. My name is Zenboxer28 on Apex Legends Xbox One. Uh, jump on, fam. Yeah, I, jump on. Show him what it means to you know learn how to aim, and then also <laughs> please be nice. Please Toxicity be nice to me. Toxicity is not good for any game, and uh, everybody's just trying to have fun. Yes. Just some of us have potato aim, and some of us have vodka aim. I definitely have the... Which one's the bad one? I mean, potato aim is bad because it's unrefined. Vodka aim is distilled. I get it. But bad. <laughs> oh, because you're drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... so uh, but I'm, I'm having a lot of fun on there, and I hope that I can find you. You guys will come out and find me. Let me know you're from the podcast. That'd be so dope. And let's go loot and fuck some squads up. Also, follow me at twitch.tv forward slash cookie ninja carve i will obviously play just too many different games and never have enough time for everything but hopefully you can hop on hang out um just help support the entirety of hidden shadow productions in its various forms all right nikatsi who's your girl Mm. that you fell in love with youtube originals Ooh, good choice new series called weird City, and this is produced by Jordan Peele mm. and Charlie Sanders. I don't know who Charlie Sanders. I'm not is. gonna lie that that sounds familiar, but uh, yeah, he is uh, one of the writers for Key and Peele. Oh, okay, mm. okay, okay, okay. That's dope. So it's a, it's a comedy. It um. <laughs> Kind of. Because Jordan Peele kind is of. a little sick, a little He's, twisted. Uh, it is an anthology, so each episode is a different story, but it all uh, is in the same world. Hmm. And there is um, above the line and below the line. And they are separated by one giant line. But people from above the line can go to below the line. Okay. And people from below the line can go to above the line. Of course, as long as they have the correct paperwork. So it's kind of like a class system? It is a class system. Okay. And you get to meet a bunch of different characters, some that live above the line and what their life is like there, Uh and some that were born below the line but became famous and moved above the line. And then you have some people that are from above the line but want to live below the line. And so a lot of lines get mixed up and met. And yeah. Why would you want to live above the line? Uh, they have more technology. Uh-huh. Technologically advanced. Uh, 
And <clears throat> yeah. And why would somebody want to live far richer? Why would somebody want to live below the line? Uh, most people don't, but people above the line like to go below the line because they have, uh, more culture down there. Ah, okay. This is, I mean, you're giving me very little, but I think just enough. Just enough. Just enough to check it out. I want to check it out. There's so many (laughs) famous people in this show. Really? Yeah. They have Rosario Dawson, Michael Sarah. Okay, I know that guy. Uh, they have <laughs> Al, Al Bundy. Okay. Yeah, they have the the girl from Community. I can't remember her name right now. Her, she's She has like dirty blonde hair. Yep. And she's like almost in everything that uh-huh. uh, Key does. They have Steven Ewan from Walking Dead in there. He's a he's a cool, He's just a cool dude. Yeah. Aquafina is in there. The girl from Crazy Rich Asians. The oh, rapper. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I think, that's right. I yeah. think you and Suki were watching an episode, and I like walked in, and I'm like, "That's Mark Hamill. Like, he's oh doing yeah, a voice. Mark Hamill does a voiceover in there. Let's yeah. see, if you can pick that out. That's legit. Yeah. Uh, and when I was talking to Suki about it earlier, <laughs> it's like it's it's just really well written, and everything is so high production that it's weird that you would think like, oh, it's a YouTube original series, and you can't That's, stop watching it. It's like. It's almost as Suki and I agreed that it seemed so ridiculous. Obviously, he's watched more of it than he just me. watched the whole thing with me. He yeah. he's I was watching the first episode, uh, and then the second episode, he was like, "Are you watching the same thing?" And then he sits down, and then we just watched the whole season. Yeah. How he's, many how many episodes and how long are the the sh- uh, episodes? Six episodes, twenty minutes each. Oh shit! Man. So yeah. you can finish it, but you can binge it. People need to watch <laughs> this so we get another season. Yeah, yeah definitely support it. Jordan uh, Peele's a genius. He really is. This is a blend of uh, the comedy for Key and Peele, uh-huh. and then sometimes the horror of Get Out. Whoa. Where you don't know what's going to happen in each episode. Sometimes it goes, oh, okay. And then sometimes you're like, oh, that's weird. They did that. Oh, I feel like it's going to get weirder. Yeah. The last episode even references Chekhov's gun, which is hilarious. Oh, thank you. I've been feeding this into the Google system so they understand that I'm always listening as well as you're always listening to me. But really, though, uh, the thing that I was trying to say a bit ago is that Suki and I agree, like, it's just, it's so well written and so high production. It's almost like a live action cartoon and it's ridiculousness. And then you, it gets real at times and you're like, I wasn't expecting it to get real. Oh. Like, just yeah, sounds super dope. All definitely, right. Definitely, like, binge watch it. Think about some of those things. I, I think I might have to. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So. That concludes our boy falls in love with girl. Now uh, we go into the girl feels the same, but insert angst segment of this. And we all know what that means. <laughs> going to get into the impressions of the movie we just watched. Yes, it was so much going on and I had so many feelings. And uh, yeah, who wants to talk about their feelings first? All right. So yeah. you, you to remind to- our dear listeners... Uh, the movie we watched was Kung Fu Traveler, and uh, uh, again, it was to, just to give you guys a little premise. 
they are in a it's in the future and aliens have invaded and are trying to wipe out human humanity and the only way to defeat them they find out is to uh learn kung fu because one guy kind of knows kung fu and kicks the ass the only one who could defeat him yep and then they're like well we got to travel back in the past and teach kung fu to our robots or our androids so they send a uh robot into the past who looks like just like a human he's an android uh to master kung fu so that they can upload his hard drive to the future robots so that they can have that robot army go fight the aliens robot army of kung fu when you explain the movie it just sounds like a crazy movie it It does was a crazy movie (laughs) and it was yeah (laughs) that was a ride like that was a ride my first impression was oh i should have really worked harder to find that other movie that we were supposed to watch (laughs) uh but let's just see where this goes i was definitely doing the uh uh too nice of a friend to tell your friend that, hey, this kind of sucks. <laughs> I was like, oh, interesting. No, no, I, I. But we watch these movies so we can help you find what movies to watch and what movies to skip. That's right. And you're gonna you're gonna think that you should skip it, but don't skip it. Actually, it gets really good. After- I think to preface that, it's like just understand that. It starts out ridiculous. Like yeah. <laughs> that was definitely not at all what I thought you had picked for us. And then it like it peaked really hard on the ridiculous level at the beginning. And then I was like, oh wait, no, this is just actually a regular movie. This is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how you gave it the benefit of the doubt when you were like, Oh, okay, these graphics are not bad for a uh, And then uh, I how, asked you, yeah. I asked <laughs> how you, like, old's this movie? <laughs> 2017 and that's immediately like okay nah bruh not having it but because you were saying ps3 and i was like ps3 had good graphics like come on and then you told me this was 2017 i'm like no this that was this is like early ps3 like but it's bad because it's 2017 like come on come on The, the crazy part is they're they had a big budget for their cameras. They did have a lot of really, really good uh, shots and camera work. Like, if you just move the CGI away from the movie, uh, there it was a theater film production. Yeah. Except I really, really like the scanner cameras. Those that was were, those cool. Were, those were well done. They I thought did those really were good fun. with that. Because, like, sometimes they feel too cheesy. But these were just like, oh, no, I can, like, make sense of a lot, like, a half-decent amount of what's going on uh, on the screen rather than just have really ridiculous DBC levels of scanners. Like, his power level is over 9,000. Where did yeah. he learn how to do this? It's like, no, like, that's his vitals. Like, this shows, like, some movement-centric stuff. Like, yeah, it's oh, yeah, acceptable. It was, like, it was counting out the combos, right? Uh, like, from the robot's perspective. It was super dope. I liked right. it. It was actually not... It was less ridiculous than the CGI at the beginning. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So that concludes that section. Um, now let's go into angst is not a strong enough power. Love powers overall. I actually really like this movie. 
Love powers overall. Love, Love powers, powers overall. overall. It it had some really good um uh messages about kung fu um that I really enjoyed. So I think that is why um it it uh it did so well for me. And 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 you know what? Like uh the 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 way it had you invest in the characters as well did very good storytelling there. I don't know how they got us invested in the characters because they're fairly generic. Mm. They are, but but for some reason well, the music was really good. And it just kind of pulled me in mm-hmm. to okay, I kind of like these characters. Oh, Okay, I'm just going to keep watching. And then they started pulling classic kung fu stuff where he wants to learn, um, but the master, of course, has to accept him. And the master's like, why Why should I even teach you? I don't need to teach you. And he is, of course, talking about the, the future robot who is trying to learn kung fu uh, on behalf of the, the humans in the future. The future humans. Yes. One thing that bothered me for a while at the beginning, but gets explained later, is no spoiler. But <laughs> time travel. Yeah, it's just the thing. Just time travel. Yeah. Like uh, another thing is, is like it. It you paid attention to the music. The music actually wasn't too cheesy. No, it was like, good. You it it did its job very clearly, and it did it. Uh, there were certain places where, even though we were joking, we were still enjoying the feeling of the music for it, right? Yeah. Uh, another thing that I wanted to say is that, like, w- this is uh, a slightly better movie because I just headcanoned it <laughs> into being a Pacific Rim prequel fan fiction. Yeah, we built our like, own... We built um, our own story on Chronological orders <laughs> for all films. They're all in one universe. And that is the Aladdin universe. And it's just a giant multiverse, which isn't com- which isn't supposed to be confused with Aladdin, right? Like, right, right. Aladdin, yeah, right. like like Aladdin, but it's Aladdin, Aladdin, or like Berenstein instead of Bernstein. No, no, I, I right? yep, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Okay, so some body <laughs> once told me the world got around that's not what we're doing sorry okay i had to get out of me you can't just start it some badass moments that we uh had uh i i'd like to go into um basically the f- so there's there's this i guess th- th- this shouldn't be a um a spoiler. One of the villains is an evil assassin. So one of the first really great badass moments and one of the moments that really got me sucked into the movie was when the assassin came and attacked uh, one of the apprentices, right? It was one of the apprentices. It was mm-hmm. like the el- to, the second eldest or something like right, that. Right, right, right. The second eldest apprentice to the master that was going to teach the the robot. And and the robot's name is Ajie. Uh So I think we'll just try and... Ajie? Ajie. Uh, uh, we'll just try and... Angie? And Angie. Yeah, we'll call him Angie. <laughs> Angie's uh, master... So, uh, 
the the assassin dressed as Zoro. Um, <laughs> Not to be confused with One Piece Zoro. Comes in and and uh, and you know basically attacks that second uh, apprentice and Angie runs to the scene and tries to do what he can. And the way that that scene unfolds, I was like, damn, sold. Now I got some fire to behind what he's doing and why he's doing it. And uh, I want to see where the shit unfolds. Pretty much every scene with Zoro was pretty, really badass. Um, yeah. But admittedly, I think my favorite badass moment is right right as cg is happening <laughs> and it's at the beginning of the film when he like just grabs onto the guy and just does the super tornado spin oh the commander right yeah, yeah. i was like yo we're in for a ride <laughs> okay <laughs> fuck did i steal it <laughs> no you okay. know why <laughs> this movie's action is so fantastic why the main character is Tiger Chen, who is Yunwo Ping's protege and Keanu Reeves' teacher. Whoa. He did the action scenes um, for Man of Tai Chi. Holy shit. Oh. And he has also worked on The Matrix. Dude, actually, like, this that makes, makes sense. sense. There, was, <laughs> um, there was a really badass moment where uh, Zoro uh, takes on like uh a commander and i think like seven of his men and it, the fight sequence there of like you know one dude versus a bunch of other dudes was done so well it was so anime but with just camera work yeah that was the thing is like it, it, you can't you can't not be impressed with camera work coinciding with the choreography so well yeah right and he and he was a choreographer on Kill Bill. Oh shit! Yes. Okay, it makes sense now. It's Another the... badass moment, still relating to the section of the first section of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> where yeah. I was like, okay, wait, I'll give it a shot. There were some nuggets it's, in there. Yeah, uh, it was. Even though I we were riffing about it, it was still a really badass moment to me. Is when he does the Hiten Mitsurugi spin. <laughs> He's like, I was just, we've all, all three of us were like, we've seen that before. And I think uh, Nikansi said it was like, oh, yeah, I saw that in Naruto. I'm like, no, 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 wrong ones. It's, it's Rooney Kenshin. Yeah. And we all just had the like, oh, moment because we all watched Rooney Kenshin live action together, which was amazing. Yes. It was, a, it was a great night. Did you have any badass moments that you wanted to mention? No. No? I can't remember them right now. Okay. <laughs> so basically, like, he's just, he's just, like, the choreography was good. Choreography uh, well, was obviously good, right? the movie is <laughs> yeah. super, the next section, super right? impacted Nikansi. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was so impactful. Let me tell you what it was, okay? Yes. When I first saw it, all I could see was uh, storm ship troopers mixed with, with, uh. Alien. Alien. Oh, no, no, Predator. Mixed with Predator. Yeah. Mixed with Terminator 2. Mixed with Avatar. Yeah. Mixed with Battle Angel Alita. Mixed with <laughs> Kenshin. So many in there. Mixed with One Piece. <laughs> Miss, mixed with uh, Antonio Banderas. Mixed with oh, Catherine yeah. Zeta Jones. Dude, they just. Mixed mm. with The Mask of Zorro. They just mixed took the with <laughs> a nice fireplace. 
mixed with tea, mixed with a little bit of kung fu, which means... It was mixed with a lot. Basically, <laughs> they took the big gulp drink at 7-Eleven, right? And they gave us the suicide. They did the suicide. <laughs> and, and and they put that fucking lid on there. They slipped that giant straw on there. And they're just like, well, here we go. And took we happen to get the right ratios where you're like, it's not going to kill me. This is actually <laughs> really good. I might, you know, have a situation in the bathroom later, but this is good this right is now. This is a lot of corn syrup. I'm happy. I am very happy. <laughs> you know who I'd recommend this movie to? Who? People who like kung fu movies. Hey, isn't that our audience? Hey, I listeners. I think it is. Hey, you guys. should definitely check out this movie. All right. Next <laughs> section. Boy loves Girl, because love powers over all. We've been doing that a lot. I I think we just did that. (laughs) We did that segment already. Well, no, 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 no. Boy Loves Girl, as we all know, is when we give the number rating for the movie. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, movie. I'm going to give it... Uh, seven out of ten. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was, te- I was teetering. Oh, what? I was teetering I on a six <laughs> and seven. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a lucky number six. Yeah. I I really Ooh. I actually really enjoyed this movie. It is what I consider a B kung fu movie. Yeah. Where it's full of a bunch of stereotypes. But why do we watch kung fu movies? For, for fantastic fights. Oh no, I mean fantastic. Yeah, fight fights yeah. and fantastic. Fight-tastic fight Yes, and this movie did. They had it. There were awesome fight scenes. Yeah, and really good underlying um, meaning of kung fu, which is a skill obtained through hard work over time. Yeah, it was fantastic, Mister um, Khan. I have to say that. If I had somehow watched this on my own, this movie would be a five. <laughs> Nothing was like, if I watched this on my own, I would have been like, what the hell am I watching? Oh. Why am I spending time on this? But because we have the experience and joy of sharing this this particular experience, this movie is easily a six. You definitely want to share like, it with some friends. This was so much fun. It It's like we were saying, it's a suicide. It had a suicide. It was just everything at the soda machine and you sipped on it and you're like... I know I just signed up for something ridiculous, but here we go. And then by the time you finish it, you're like, thank goodness I did that. I kind of don't have to do it right away, <laughs> right after. This is great. This, this is great. the part what sold the film for me. No, the, uh, There's no spoilers. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. When he finally realizes that the thing he was missing from his Kung Fu was that he never faced real pain. Right. Once he faced that, that was the last sense for his kung fu to make an impact on his life. And it makes sense. It's like that that and experience, am- mm-hmm. right? It was amazing storytelling leading up to that because they were talking about the seven senses. And it's like, I mean... For most people, are like, what are the se- what are the seven senses? Like, what does that even mean? And then you get to it, and you're like, but that makes sense. This My is hot strings. I know. <laughs> I know really what well. the seven senses are, and I've grown a little bit as a person. Thank you. Thank you. Thank That's you. right. That's what's yeah. up. Thank you. Uh-huh. And pain 
creates true heart. That's why somebody with more heart can win in a fight. Oh my God, I just put it together. He was basically the Tin Man, the Cowardly Lion, and the Scarecrow all mixed into one person with Rocky Balboa. With Rocky Balboa, guys. He just needed a little bit of brain, a little bit of courage, and a little bit of heart. And a little bit of and then plastic he needed surgery. To realize he wasn't. He wasn't a fake boy. He was a real boy. He was a real boy. And guys. a little bit of oil to lube himself up That's to make right. his functions work. That's right. Yeah, you got to make sure your your functions are working, functioning. All right. So, funk ioning guys. Let's get on into the uh, the girl loves boy back section and that is where we uh wrap this motherfucker up with some what the fuck moments of this movie nikansi once you get us started <laughs> well my first what the fuck moment was when i saw these oh i don't want to spoil well everybody see, this movie's old yeah when the, <laughs> it's old enough. we find out that the guy is the alien the guy <laughs> <laughs> and not only that i'm not gonna tell you what guy but if you think that that's the guy while you're watching the movie is probably the guy the guy wow and when that guy sticks his fingers through the girl non-sexual in a violent way. <laughs> there we go. Again. Em- again. And not sexual. Em- and then embraces her. Again. Sexual. In a, so, in that a, one was. In yeah. a violent way. Mm-hmm. Violent and sexual. And then the robot's like. No. That was what the fuck. No. No. Yeah. That was a good what Do the fuck not. moment. Only because <laughs> the fingers were just bad CGI. Yeah. <laughs> if they use the regular thing. fingers. Like Agent Smith in the Matrix, where he just vibrates to them, or the Flash, then it it wouldn't have been so. What the fuck? They could have even done practical effects where they just gave this guy like elongated dagger hand. You know, if Tiger Chen choreographed this and he also helped choreograph the Matrix, hmm, I'm starting to see weird things that he likes to do with his fingers. He really likes to. Just huh. jab him into somebody. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I hope he's gentle at yeah. home. Um, my go, go, my go, what go. the fuck moment. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to say that when watching this film, I had a moment where I was truly what the fuck, and that was the time where I don't have a what the fuck moment, guys. Wow. So <laughs> I've got a couple, so I can make up for one of yours. One of my biggest what the fuck moments was they mentioned time traveling AI to learn kung fu. I was like, what the hell did you just sign us up for? Because we watched one of the most ridiculous freaking CGI things I've seen in a long time. What is the budget for this movie? When was this movie made? That's, that was a pretty big what the fuck moment. That happened early on, surprisingly. Uh, another good what the fuck moment was when we find out that the guy is here to have a very minor tournament fight. And he just starts doing like, man, look at my wire works. I'm water. God, be like water. That's right. And then, uh, oh, the, I, I misplaced this one. This other what the fuck moment was a little bit before the actual fighting where we see him be like water. Do him in and order. God, no. 
this other one is he reveals his present to the general and the gun is pointed at him. Why? But also that was a Chekhov's gun. They, they, I was actually just happy that they literally showed us the gun in a grand reveal like that. And then it came in play later. I was happy about that. But poor gun etiquette. For that was sure. very ridiculous. Like, ha Every single time we've seen a gun, it's, ha uh-huh. <laughs> Like Just like in Rurouni Kenshin. It was, he even, like, the fact that they had to have an extra line for him to reveal it and say, it's not loaded. Like, that didn't need to happen in the first place. I don't believe you, sir. Um, I That's found my, one. Uh, yeah, those, those are my, like, three solid what the fuck moments. Uh, my what the fuck moment was just the random ginger. <laughs> random ginger white guy in the Asian movie. And it was like, all right, all right, we're just going to stick, stick they, him in there. They really went full in on that stereotype of like, this is a uh, Kung Fu movie, an Eastern movie. And we need the dirty foreigner to show up. And provide us with a gun. <laughs> also, apparently, uh, Tiger Chen hates boxing. Okay. Apparently, he says that uh, they are greedy fists. And the Westerner style of fighting is greedy. But when combined with Kung Fu, it is deadly. It's balanced. Yep. As all things should be. Insert Thanos meme here. Uh, yep. <laughs> right there. Great. Okay. So. That ends that segment. This brings us into our boy meets world. We boy are the boys. And and the world is you guys. So the way we can meet is by you guys following us on Instagram at HSTSC33. Uh, Facebook, Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. And we're on Vero. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Under Hidden Shadow Productions. And um, make sure you go and play some fun games on Khan's Twitch, his Twitch handle one more time. Actually, before we get into that. Yeah. Just come and hang out. Like, I'm going to play games anyway. That, like, come hang out. Let's have a good time. Hell yeah. You know, tell me about what's going on in your life. What games you be playing. Mm-hmm. How do these games affect you on a spiritual level? Do you understand that consuming milk is consuming of innocence and that's why villains do it in movies? Tell me about it. Twitch.tv forward slash Cookie Ninja Carve. While my brain oozes out of my nose from that complete explosion, that 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 landmine, that that mind blown bomb that I just gave to you, which is, by the way. Similar to Shekhov's gun, because now you're going to be looking out for these kinds of things. I am. Um, Come and find me, too, on Xbox One. Let's play some Apex Legends, then Boxer 28. Uh, Nikonsi, you got anything you want to plug? That's a no. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to edit there and just, you know... Oh, yeah, you can do that, too. <laughs> Anything you want to plug? I kind of like my radio voice today. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good radio voice. Mm. It's almost as good as your TV voice. But not as good as my cinema voice. Your cinema voice is probably my favorite. You're out there singing like fucking Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs>